Welcome to Accent Wall. I am your host, Ricardo Enriquez, and today we're going to talk about parties. Who doesn't love a party? I hope you enjoyed the episode. We are here with my friend, Alison Manino Keys. She is a fantastic host, a champagne lover, and overall, an amazing friend. So, hi, Ali. Hello. So, you are known for throwing some of the best parties, including my birthday party, which was quite amazing. So, let's start with the beginning. At the count of three, let's say what's the most important thing to make a party epic. Okay? okay. One, two, three. Sex in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, so we're not on the same page on this thing, obviously. Um, so, why not sex? I mean... Sex has its place, but... Not, not in your bathroom. Well, I mean, it may have happened occasionally at a party hosted. Sure. And the line gets real long. I mean, just to be clear, I... Have you not, had sex in my bathroom? No, I have not had okay. sex in your bathroom. <laughs> I mean, that I remember. Like, I feel like I have been, like, a little bit drunk a couple of times. But, uh, no, I would know, right? Like You would know, I feel like. You have yeah. things going on down there after you have sex. And even, like... None of that here. Yeah, next morning, I would be like, oh, shit. Like, I yeah. may have had sex in their bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, you know, anybody's had sex recently in parties. Mm, I think we have two friends that may or may not have, but I will not name them. <laughs> Anyway, now I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> let's go to question two. When I was young, I feel like every party I went to, people were having sex in the bathroom. <laughs> like the line, the line to the bathroom was not to be, but was to have sex. Or do coke. Or do coke. Good point. Good point. Or to do coke or both at the same right. time. Yeah. I mean, like it was the 80s and 90s, like that's what people was doing. But like... I feel like these days that is not happening too much. I feel like maybe people are older, they have children, they have their families at the party, which maybe is different than the parties we were going to before. Or maybe we're going to the wrong party. <laughs> I mean, those parties definitely still exist, I would say. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're not invited anymore. So, <laughs> talking about like sex parties, and I need you to help me with this. Okay. This is a, uh, something that like, Happened to me a long time ago, talking about sex in parties. So I was at this party in one of my best friend's apartments. It was college. Of course, everybody was having always sex. I walk into a room. There's this straight couple having sex. They scream, obviously, when I open. And then I hear this. What do you think that sound was? The unplugging. That's what I always <laughs> thought, right? Because, you know, I don't have experience <laughs> with, like... Straight sex, so I don't know if like when the peanuts come out, like in my cup. I mean, not every time, but sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. It does. Sometimes. Okay, thank you for clarifying that mystery. <laughs> like you know, it literally has been, you know, since I left college, ten five years since that 20. happened. <laughs> Ish. So let's get a, a little serious here. Um, when did you learn that you love to host parties? I grew up. Uh, hosting certain things with my mom, going 6 a.m. until 7 p.m. cooking for giant groups of people, 
Then I watched my grandmother host holidays. And so when I moved out on my own, I started inviting single friends over. Like uh, we were a group of girls living in a house. They were a group of guys. We would invite the guys over and I started cooking and started, I hosted a wine party in my very first house that I lived in with roommates and a wine tasting party. And then it just went from there. I love parties. I don't know if I love hosting parties. I feel like I get a lot of anxiety and let, let's talk about like the most difficult part, cleaning out afterwards. Yeah, that takes time. That sucks. <laughs> it does. But I feel like you get it, if you, if you enjoy hosting it, the anxiety isn't there. So I've gone to parties at people's houses where I know they're anxious about hosting and then it's not as pleasurable for the guests. But I feel like people shouldn't have the pressure of being hosts if that doesn't come naturally to them. Some people are good at buying gifts. Some people are good at whatever your skill set is, and it's not the same for everybody. So if you're I'm not, good at drinking. Yeah, perfect. You're a great party guest. I, I've been told that before. <laughs> I, I think that like my main issue is that like by the end of the night, I'm super drunk. And then I have to clean and I have a Well, the cleaning's easier when you are super drunk. It's horrible to wake up in the morning hungover. Well, I and don't clean. know. But like, I have a husband who is like, <laughs> we need to clean the house before we, we go to sleep. And I'm like, why? Like, That's what it's like being married to me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> can we go to sleep and like do it tomorrow? He's like, no, we're yeah. not savages. Yeah. Well, to me, I'm the, like, I like to go to bed early, but I'd rather wake up early to a clean house because I wake up early too. Yeah. So I'd rather just push it, push through, go to sleep with a clean house and wake up. I cannot relate to that in <laughs> any way, shape or form. So you don't want it smelling like beer when you wake up? Like I always smell like beer when I wake <laughs> up or wine or whatever. Or I was, whatever. It was like, the mostly night wine, yeah. but like, yeah, it's not a, a thing. Oh my God. You remember when you were like, Maybe this never happened to you. I'm just talking about what I'm such an alcoholic. I was going to say, when I was in my 20s, waking up in the morning and like alcohol coming out of your pores and it was like the cologne you were wearing that day. Mm -hmm. I did pump and dump while I was breastfeeding and I had had a tequila night <laughs> <laughs> the night before and I pumped the breast milk, which is like gold. So if you've ever pumped breast milk, you know that like getting even the little amount <laughs> is, it, that's a rewarding thing, right? So you pump a little bit of milk. Well, because of the alcohol, it makes you produce more milk. And I was like, I'm not throwing this away. This is insane. And I smelled it and it smelled like tequila. It was like punch. So yeah, I decided I should put it down the drain instead of it was like freezing it like coquito <laughs> that like drink that Puerto Rico exactly. drink. <laughs> I should have tried it. Oh, Got gross. drunk a second time on. <laughs> so talking about organizing people, organizing people, organizing parties. Do you think that boring people should host parties? No. Right. I've been to those parties. So have I. <laughs> I think we've all. Talk to friends who have been to parties like that. And those people insist on hosting, but they don't know that, you know, the lighting's not right. The music isn't right. The TV is turned on playing the music out of it, maybe. And so you see the screen. Oh my God, exactly. 
playing what you're listening to. Non in stereo. They don't even have like a, a surround system. So it is just like, it is that channel that nobody goes to that like it is at the end yes. of the cable. Exactly. Like, that like it, and then people are distracted with their eyes to look at yeah. it when you don't need to be doing that. You should be talking to people. Yeah, because there's an old picture of Britney and it's like, exactly. I did it. Exactly. Like, exactly. Not like, Oh my god. Yeah. Or it, the lighting is huge. You don't want every light on the like every single light in the whole house turned on and then everybody Oh just my god. And lighting. as a gay man, lighting is very important to me. <laughs> like harsh lighting. I may turn around and just leave your party if that light it is so I've walked out of restaurants because the lighting's wrong. Yep, exactly. So. Like you know, like we are going to take pictures. Like it is a party. Like right. We you don't think, want the harsh fluorescent kitchen yeah, light on your face. I agree. Especially when you become, you know, a woman of a certain age. In exactly. my case, like a gay of a certain age. Like you need the like it takes a lot of special lighting to make this mug. Exactly. Great. So but the boring factor also like if you're stressed out about hosting the factor or hosting the party, that that bleeds into it. So regardless, if you're uncomfortable hosting a party, guests are gonna feel it. If you're stressed out hosting a party, guests are gonna feel it. If you're boring, they're definitely gonna But boring people don't know they're boring. And, and they always insist on having the party. And like, you can always see it. We're all sitting down and they're like, oh, I'll host Thanksgiving. And we're all like, who's telling him? Like, who's gonna tell him? You, you guys, your turn now. Can you imagine though, if it was like something where you really have to go all out? I always feel like where there's a lot of decor involved, like, Halloween, right? If you don't have spider webs all over, why you're even, failing, why even right? Bother? If you're having a Christmas party and there aren't a bunch of lights and Christmas trees and all of that, like, you know. If you don't have a stripper coming dress as Santa, <laughs> like. I mean, right? Like, Those are the parties people are having sex in the bathroom. Yeah, and when I say stripper, I mean a male stripper, okay? I'm a feminist, so <laughs> let's be really clear on that. I don't want to get. I'm the same. Yeah. Plus, we're and not talking about Mrs. Claus. Yeah, no, no, no. That's like we cannot like objectify Mrs. Claus. I think that like there's there is um an audience for Santa Claus, like as it is, not hot Santa, as it is, like taking his pants off. I'm not saying that that's me, but like you know You may have thought about it. I wouldn't be against it. I always tell my friends, like, you know, like I'm a curious person. If someone Send me a dick pic, I will look at it, not in a sexual way, but just like in a... Size it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, Does I the face match the penis? Exactly. So <laughs> if Santa Claus send me a dick pic, I'll look at it. I would look too. Yeah. If he take his pants off and he's like shaking it around. Is the hair gray? Exactly. Is it red? Like his nose? Does he shave or not? That he manscaped. I definitely don't think so. I don't think shave. because it's cold up there. So like he probably needs the, the padding in order to do that. Yeah. Have you understood a word that I have said? I haven't. So let's take a break. We'll be back in a second. We went a little bit off topic. So <laughs> I want to ask you. Okay. Out of all the hundreds of thousands of parties that you have thrown, what which one is your favorite? And you don't have to say my birthday. I know that you... Because oh, that was a good one. Because you know me, you're going to be like, this bitch want me to say his birthday. But like, <laughs> you don't have to do that. I mean, his birthday was awesome. We'll tell you guys that. Quite but awesome. But it was 
Probably the tea party that I hosted. Oh. Only because I have had all of the dishes, all of the teapots, the living in Europe, the traveling, all of that. And to have like in my own home, set a beautiful table and have all the food being gluten-free so I could eat it and all of that, but like have a beautiful tea party and the company was wonderful. And it was just like, that's probably like, I was sad when it was over Yeah. because I was like, Oh, if I did it again, would it be played out? You know, it was that good. But it was a great party. It was, that was a fun one. It was a really, like the decor was like, I mean, everything was delicious. The finger sandwiches or whatever they're yeah. called and like the little trays, like it, it was perfect. But like all the decor was like, such detail on yes. everything. And to me, it was just having those things and be able to use them for the purpose. I use all my dishes. I'm not like a store it away and yeah. save it. Kind of like if it breaks, that's just the way that life is. Like I remember somebody told me, don't buy things that you can't afford to replace if they break. And I just kind of think that way about everything that I have of like, let's use it. You don't know if you're going to be around tomorrow. So it was fun to have all of those things, use them. For me, having like simple things that maybe nobody noticed except for me, like a cloth cocktail napkin yeah, and whatever, like stuff like that makes me happy. So I think that was probably my favorite. What I, what I like, there's a thing about throwing a party for someone, which is bringing joy to that person. Like the way that I like to bring joy to people is with my presence. But like beside that, it's so joyful. It, it is joyful. No, I like to buy presents for people. I think that I'm a great present buyer. Like I'm good. I do like I buy Tom's present. Like his birthday is in October. I buy it in June. Yeah. So like I I, I think about that's things. your love language. Yeah, that's my love yeah. language. Mine is acts of service. And I'm not that concerned about about the presents that I get. Well, except that one time that we're not going to talk about it, that you know. <laughs> That'll but like, be for a different yeah, podcast. Yeah, for a different podcast. But like, <laughs> I don't care about like presents that much, but I love the face that people make when you give them like the perfect present. Yeah, yeah. And it's not stressful for me. Like, right. I enjoy the process. Yeah, I am not a good gift buyer. I leave that to my husband to do because I... And I've said, like, I try and I try and I feel like I always miss the mark. So I have said, like, I'm good at a lot of things. That's just not one of my strengths. And he is better at listening to what people like and yeah. buying gifts for them where I'm the one that can host a party for 30 people and not get stressed yeah. out about it, you know. He's a strange straight man. And we will have him <laughs> on the show later on to talk about, like, his straightness and, like, boobs and balls and things that strange men do but like you know like he's he has a lot of like qualities that like we think that the gays have but yeah. like he's a great he buys great presents and he buys great clothes for other people he does and when people come into our home and they feel welcome and they look at our decor they ask oh is this you did you even his own family thinks that i did all the decorating and i'm like no this is collaboration between yeah. what both of us like i'd hate to live in an environment that was created completely by somebody else. Yeah. Even if they were your partner or, you know, like people decide to move into a place together after they're together or whatever to make it their place. Yeah. It would be hard to live in a place that wasn't 
authentically yours, you know? Yeah, I think that like I tend to take over spaces and and talk. It's the yarn. It's the yarn. It's the yarn or whatever. <laughs> the craft. Whatever is the craft of the week. Like, you know, now now that I'm a painter. It's paint. It's paint. And there's paint everywhere. And Tom is so patient and he's like, um, are you going to keep all these canvases right here? Like, and I'm like, yes. And he's like, okay, just check in. I take off. I love places. that place for it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. No, he has made me lately because we're working from home and he's on Zoom and he has a weird camera that shows like everything in the room. He made me remove some ridiculous things. Like, you know, he it's an important man and like there's a loom behind him or a wall. People might question what it's for yeah, or whatever. Or like a, a, a sign that said needing is my life. And, 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 you know, it doesn't fit with him. I feel like nobody would look at Tom and say knitting is not his knitting life. Knitting is not his life. So like I, I absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Another question. Do you judge other people's parties? So do you walk into a party and are like, oh, the finger food is not that green. Or like, oh, this drink is nice. And then like, you're like, oh. No, I, we've already talked about what I judge. I judge if it's lit up like a freaking yeah. grocery store inside of your house. I feel like everyone's on display. It's too much. That's not good. If the, you know, there's things drawing away from like the TV being on being a distraction. The food is typically secondary anyhow, not for the tea party necessarily, yeah. but um, I don't think that I judge. Nobody, especially me, I'm a, a bit of a freak about cleaning before parties. I never have been at somebody's house looking at their baseboards. So I feel like if you're stressing out and I am a clean freak in my own house and in my own party preparation, but I have never been in somebody's home and been looking at those little details. So I feel like people don't need to stress about that. Yeah. But I don't judge really the other stuff. I barely know where I'm standing most of the time. So I don't judge other people's <laughs> homes. Look, I don't. Any, Is anything. the beer cold? Exactly. Right? Is yeah. there enough wine? Is right. the beer cold? Oh God, don't run out of alcohol. Oh my God, no. But also don't run out of food. You know, for our wedding, we um, we decided that we didn't want a sit-down dinner wedding, um, which did not go well with my mother, by the way. She was not happy about that. But we decided that the most important thing was that we would have an open bar. Yes. And we would spend the money there. So because people never get mad if they got drinks. That's what we thought. And what we did, we have all high tops and like there was some seating too. And we had food stations where people could go like a, a buffet, but like with a, a cook there making things fresh for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. And like all the hip people like us <laughs> loved it. Knew that that was good. Yeah, they were like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then, but that, then there was like all the, like, you know, older people yeah. who were like i need a chair i yeah. need a table my mom was not happy some other moms were not happy there <laughs> but i feel like you know it's a phase things do happen like that where certain you know i'm a hairdresser that old roller set is going out the perm is you know dying with the people that have it yeah so there are certain things that 
do die out with generations of like what's acceptable and what's not or whatever. But no, I think just have enough of those things because people get drunker, they're going to not care how good the food is later and yeah. they're going to need it, right? Yeah. So just have enough. Let's take a little break now. I can use a glass of water and by water I mean wine. So let's talk, we have talked about all the great things about parties, but tell me about a time when the party did not go the way that you wanted. That has never happened because I'm a professional. So. I remember one incident, <laughs> but I will not bring it up. There was fire involved. Oh yeah, that's true. But I, th look at, I just went with that with stride. The oven did catch on fire on Thanksgiving. But it was minor. I, I love And the turkey it. came out delicious. I wouldn't say you because I don't need it. But, but that was minute. I, I loved, like what I love about that story is that like you were so calm. You were like, oh, the oven is on fire. While the rest of us were like, oh my God, <laughs> we're going to die. You know what's worse than the oven catching on fire is the oven or the garbage disposal not working, right? So I would rather have the oven catch on fire and be like, we'll just take care of that and it's just from the stuff that leaked out of the pie from the day before or whatever, right? Get rid of that, the oven still works, then your turkey's been in there and it's not cooked. Absolutely. Right? No, I mean, yeah. On Thanksgiving. So you have never had a party where like things did not go your way? I mean, to me, that would be more the year that I got a migraine right as dinner was supposed to be served. Oh. I don't think that, yeah, I don't, I think that I prepare enough in advance. I mean, Thanksgiving takes two weeks of planning, oh my two God. weeks of preparation, lists, you know, setting everything up a week before, ironing linens, doing all of those things. and probably a week to tear down and get the house looking back to normal. So, I mean, I just dedicate that time to that and I'm always thinking about the next thing to do, even little tasks along the way just to make it so it's not such a big deal because at the end of the day on Thanksgiving when I have a house full of people, I want to enjoy myself, I want to drink, and I want to know that the dinner is going to be on time. For context, let's just say that <laughs> Ali has a job and a child, so like, and she's still spend two weeks ironing linens. I Well, even... no, my Navy, retired Navy husband actually irons the linens. Oh, so okay. He's the ironer here, but oh, okay. yeah, but it, and that does, it, you know, that's his help too with the setting up, but it is legitimately like list after list of things getting checked out. So it's not a giant job on the day of. Like I have it narrowed down by a timeline. Turkey goes in at this time. Turkey comes out at this time. Because I want to relax and I want to enjoy myself and I want to enjoy the company yeah. and have a drink or several. So, final question. Okay. At what point the party is over? When do you say, fuckers, go home? <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you cannot stay that here. That honestly has only happened one time in this house. I can say that we have... We have had part, we had, before knowing you, epic birthday parties for Madeline, our daughter. One that lasted nine or ten hours where oh I God. had party food, refrigerator full for party food, all the food, and that got eaten and the party wasn't over and we ordered pizza. Oh wow. Like we had 
a long, the long game party. So never were people kicked out. I mean, I suppose if the booze is flowing, people are still staying around. The only time we've ever kicked people out and it wasn't me, it was my party animal husband <laughs> was on the Super Bowl last year. Oh, because... Where he had to work the next day and didn't realize that it was 2.30 in the morning and he ended up kicking people out. Like, oh my God, I don't, I didn't realize it was this time I have to work. What the hell am I doing? You guys have to leave. Oh, I thought he wanted to have sex with you because the Bucks won. <laughs> well, listen, we did consummate our relationship <laughs> the first time the Bucks, or no, not the first time, but the last time prior to 2020. I heard the story. Yeah. He likes to tell it. He does, because that's a proud moment for him. <laughs> My team won the Super Bowl. I had sex for the first time with her. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. good story. But yeah, we that we really usually people can take cues if the you know, if it's getting late, everybody starts leaving. Sometimes there's a linger or two, but yeah. You know, we've never asked people to leave until Super Bowl. Thanks, Paul. I have a husband who usually <laughs> drug me out. He's like, it's time to go. And I'm like, but there's still beer. Go. So. <laughs> They're turning the lights off around yeah, us. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, let's end the interview in this good note. Okay. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you would like to say to people trying to be a host or learn to... I think we covered it all. I was going to... If I'll paraphrase the Barefoot Contessa because somebody just recently sent me this quote. She's the best. And now I'm kind of feeling like this is what I should do because of some people that I know that get invited because they're family and not, you know, whatever. But she says she likes to go around and ask people how they've challenged the patriarchy for the year. And if they can't answer, I take their plate away and tell them to put it in the trash because they're garbage. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that would be appropriate for some people I know, but if you're not challenging the patriarchy every year and every day of the year. You cannot be at my party. I mean why are you even here? Yeah, why 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 are you even getting out of bed? I mean that's how I feel. I agree. Okay. Let's end there. That's okay. a perfect quote to Thank end. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to my show, Ali, to my fancy studio where we are recording this. So nice. So nice. I know. It is like stunning, breathtaking. So thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for yeah, listening to you. the show. And stay tuned for the next chapter, which I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'll keep you posted. Bye.